Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds, Amen, I say to you, among those born of woman, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent are taking it by force. All the prophets in the law prophesied up to the time of John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who is to come. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I said at the beginning of Mass, today is the feast day of St. Juan Diego. In the the Missal, they have uh, his given birth name. Uh, It's like 40 letters long. It's some Aztec name. I'm like, I was thinking as I was introducing her at the beginning of Mass, I'm like, I wonder if there's any priest there attempting to say his full name this morning. (laughs) It's just Juan Diego. So he was the one to whom Mary appeared uh, on December 9th, this day, 1531. It was the first Marian apparition. I, I, I don't know if many Catholics know that, but Our Lady Guadalupe is the first time Mary appeared. So Juan was a recent convert to the faith. He was, uh, um, preached to, he received the faith from Franciscan missionaries who were in that land for a while, and they were uh, making some headway into um, the native peoples. So anyway, he would travel long distances to get to Mass. One of those days, he was walking to Mass, and he encountered this beautiful lady on the way. She introduced herself and said that she has the great distinction of being the mother of God. She's the Holy One, the mother of God. And she asked him to build, to have a shrine built on this hill, Tepeyac Hill, uh, in her honor. So uh, Juan Diego, he goes to the bishop, Bishop Juan de Zumarraga, and naturally the bishop doesn't believe him, right? Doesn't believe him. This is an extraordinary story. This woman appears to you? Really? What does she look like? Well, she was beautiful. Okay, Juan, why don't you go back to the bar? Okay, so... So the bishop doesn't believe him, sends him home, and uh, Juan Diego, again, next day, is walking down the road, same thing, heading to Mass, and she appears to him again. And he's just distressed and upset and just saddened that he had failed her in this mission. And he says to her, you should have picked somebody more important, you should have picked somebody with more power, someone with more influence. But this is just not Mary's way, right? This is not heaven's way. Think about what she says in the Magnificat. He has cast down the mighty from the thrones, and he has lifted up the lowly, right? Heaven seems to prefer to collaborate with those that the world accounts for nothing. That's who heaven seems to recruit. Think about it. Think about the story, the great story, the biblical story, right? A childless herdsman, Abraham, a stammering, murderous runaway, Moses, the least impressive of Jesse's sons, David, a 14-year-old betrothed to a carpenter who counts for nothing, Mary and Joseph, an infant lying in a manger, fishermen, tax collectors, former prostitutes, right? a Pharisee, a persecutor of the church named Saul, all of these people, these are the ones that God chose as these 
unique instruments. And Mary's apparitions throughout the centuries continue this pattern, right? Think of Bernadette Subiru, right? The visionary of Our Lady of Lourdes. Her and her family, they were, they were like the poorest of the poor. They lived in what could only be described as a, as a cave. It wasn't really even a house. They lived in a cave. She was gathering material in a garbage dump, which is where Mary appeared to her, in a garbage dump. Right? She was trying to find some things for her family to burn to keep them warm. That's where Mary appeared to her. Or Francesco or Jacinta and Lucia Marto, right? the visionaries of Our Lady Fatima. Again, shepherd children count for nothing. They were the littlest of the little ones. So here you got Juan Diego, again, establishing the prototype. He's the littlest of the little ones. And Mary appears to him. She, so she, she encourages him that she is going to give him a sign to give to the bishop that he will not be able to, uh, to doubt. On top of the hill, in the dead of the winter where flowers are, do not grow, was this beautiful rose garden. These Castilian roses were in full bloom. Castilian roses, by the way, are not native to Mexico in that area. But there they were, full bloom. And Mary asked Juan to take off his tilma, his outer garment, and she arranged the roses in his garment, and he gathered the bundle up like this, and he goes to the bishop thinking like, I got these flowers to show you, bishop. He lets down the flowers, he lets them fall, and there appearing on his tilma, the coarse cactus fiber garment was the miraculous image of Our Lady Guadalupe. More on that this Sunday if you come at 6.30 p.m., right? Y'all coming? Y'all coming? Y'all, yes, repeat? Okay, good. All right. Here's the thing, right? Juan Diego, Juan Diego's littleness, his unimpressiveness, his, his spiritual poverty, this is what made him so malleable. Um, this is what made him such a good instrument in the hands of our queen. And the more that we get in touch and get honest about those parts and places in our hearts that are unimpressive, that are poor, um, little, those things that make us feel little, Right? We all know what that is in our own stories. The more we get in touch with that, that's the very stuff that Mary wants to work with. That's the stuff that heaven wants to unleash power through. Power is made perfect in weakness. If you want something else, then you don't want Christianity. Power is made perfect in weakness. Glory is unleashed through littleness. Not just little people, but the little places in you. God wants to work through those places. Those places, places in you and me that most resemble Juan Diego. Amen.